0: What's the state of medical device cybersecurity, and where is there the most room for improvement? I'm Miriam Kolbysak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with medical device cybersecurity expert Bill Arts. Bill is the recently retired Director of Product Security at medical device maker Medtronic. Bill, who is currently an adjunct professor at the Carlson School of Business at the University of Minnesota, will be speaking to us about some of the most critical cybersecurity issues he sees facing medical devices. So, now, Bill, from your perspective, what are some of the most pressing cybersecurity issues that you see facing medical devices these days?
1: Well, actually, there are quite a few of them, and they're, they're both from sort of a technology perspective and from a leadership perspective. For example, Patient safety, first of all, of course, is always the biggest issue, though I don't believe that's necessarily where the biggest threat is, but that's certainly the the biggest issue. But more importantly, there are some other things like legacy products, products that are currently in use that were developed maybe 10 years ago that weren't necessarily built with a lot of security in mind. Connectivity. The fact is that medical devices, like everything else, are becoming more connected and many of them connected to the Internet. And, of course, that adds a a whole series of additional security threats and challenges. Privacy is an issue. There's a lot more data being collected about uh, patients and what their devices do for them and with them. And so protecting the privacy of that information is an increasing challenge. Also, regulatory expectations and customer expectations of security are growing, so there's a lot of pressure on manufacturers to really tidy things up here and deliver products that are truly secure. And then finally, from a leadership perspective, there are many companies that are doing terrific work and are making tremendous progress. Some companies still don't have the support from their leadership, from the board of directors down to really drive security into their products and into those things that they deliver and sell. So there's some challenges there for sure.
0: So, Bill, with that said, where's the most progress and where do you see the biggest gaps right now where improvements need to be made?
1: Real progress is being made, particularly in the last, I would say, three to four to five years. There's been a real sweeping change in this regard. But it isn't happening fast enough would be my, my general comment on that. But, for example, of the progress, the FDA has been putting together some really clear and important guidance to medical device manufacturers and to healthcare care providers as well. It's really pushing change across the industry. They've released two really significant documents of putting together standards uh, that manufacturers and healthcare providers are expected to follow. Manufacturers and healthcare providers and regulators and academia and the independent researchers all have come together now and are working together to improve the security of medical devices where four years ago that wasn't true. There was a lot of finger pointing and other things together, but now it really feels like it's a collective effort across the industry. Part of the reason I say that there's not enough happening fast enough is because while large companies, the largest manufacturers and the largest healthcare providers are doing quite well and have made dramatic progress in the last few years, as I said, there's still a huge number, a much larger number of medium-sized to small-sized manufacturers and healthcare providers that still have a long way to go, that don't have the resources and or funding yet to do the kind of work that the large companies are. And so there needs to be a way all of us in the industry have to help out those smaller organizations to make more progress.
0: So now, Bill, as we know, independent researchers and so-called ethical hackers are often the people who identify security vulnerabilities in medical devices. In general, based on what you saw in the medical device industry, working at a manufacturer, do you think medical device makers are receptive to the cybersecurity findings of these so-called ethical hackers? And any suggestions for how medical device makers and independent researchers can collaborate better in terms of, of advancing cybersecurity of these products?
1: It's a really important question, and it has been quite an issue. What I can say is, you know, it isn't perfect relationship yet, but it's so much better than it used to be. Researchers, those that really know what they're doing and have become prominent across the world, have really learned that there's a good way and a not so good way to approach a manufacturer. But far more importantly, manufacturers, again, some more than others for sure, but manufacturers are learning that really these folks aren't the enemy, that they really do know a lot about medical devices and the security of them, and that they should be very receptive to the researchers when they approach a company to take in what they know, talk with the engineers. And determine whether there really is an issue or not. And in some cases, researchers bring things that really aren't, or they misunderstood something, or they aren't really threats. But in many cases, it's, yeah, these are good, and we, so you stay in touch with them and you know, work with them over time. So the general advice is across the industry is for, to researchers to know the right way to approach it, how to approach the company directly, and how not to you know, have the idea that you're trying to bring across be thought of as threatening. And secondly, manufacturers have to learn and find a way or a process to be more receptive to take that information in because there's some could be some very valuable and helpful information in that
0: now, when it comes to healthcare organizations that use these products, often they'll say, "Well, we can't make certain updates or other improvements." in terms of our use of these products because the vendors haven't addressed certain issues and that there's a lot of finger pointing what what sort of advice do you have for healthcare organizations in order for them to really stay on target and up to date with what needs to be addressed as vulnerabilities in medical devices are discovered
1: another important question there's a couple of things there that i think from both sides that progress needs to be made first from the healthcare provider side you know they have really difficult challenge because they have so many devices on their networks on so many manufacturers that it is hard for them to stay on top of it. However, there are a number of healthcare providers now, and again, this goes back to the large versus small, but that have developed programs of their own that are focused specifically on their medical device security and do product testing, have additional tools to monitor what, what devices are on their network, do a whole, a whole lot of focused work on making sure that their devices are configured correctly and that they're bringing in the most secure products they've they test products before they buy them and have pretty significant programs, again, with the larger ones at this point. But probably more importantly, the manufacturers, one of the things that I, in my experience, that I've heard from many healthcare providers is that, you know, I've heard that this is kind of crude, but it's right on the money, at least from a couple of years ago. They said, basically, manufacturers, you develop these great products and you sell them to us and then you disappear off to develop the next product. And I think what the manufacturers have to do is to learn that they need to be, a a partner with the healthcare providers over the course and over the life of the product and to be available and to help them with updates if that's what it takes and to help them with incidents if they show up. And even what healthcare providers are asking for, what manufacturers are doing, is trying to build in the capability to do the, uh, the updates by the manufacturer in some cases rather than by the healthcare provider, that as long as they're connected to a network, that the manufacturer can do the updates for them. So there's some progress being made there.
0: And Bill, earlier you had mentioned you know a number of different concerns that you have about the various cybersecurity issues of medical devices. We hear a lot about ethical hackers demonstrating how they can hack medical devices and potentially cause harm. What particular cybersecurity or evolving cybersecurity threats on medical devices are most concerning to you? What do you think organizations and medical device makers need to really keep their eye out in the future for?
1: Again, the list is long, but it's narrowing down. Well, first of all, again, as I said earlier, the first thing is patient safety. If there's a security issue that causes a patient safety issue, that's the most undesirable thing possible. And to date, there really haven't been any, thank goodness, or very, very few. Uh, But that's the number one threat is, you know, if if there's something that impacts patient safety, that's number one. Second is the threat is a lot of times medical devices aren't really necessarily the target. They're a hopping point to be able to get into a healthcare provider or hospital's network in order to get access to their medical records. People's medical records are highly valuable on the black market, where a credit card number has always been valuable as well. If you can steal a credit card number, you can sell it, but it's worth a couple of dollars literally to buy it on the black market. Healthcare records, because they can give a person a bad guy so much more information and so much more access to, to do things like fraud and information theft and providing misleading information about someone, those records are worth far, far more. And so because they are such a hard target and because some medical devices make it easy to access them and then use that as a launching point into the healthcare provider's network, that's really a big threat these days. Another thing is unavailability. Many people think of the terms of hacking about you know, going in and changing something or stealing information. And actually, one of the bigger issues is, is there anything that a piece of malicious code or a hacker could do to make the product not work, to make it unavailable? So, for example, you're in the middle of a surgery, and you're using a robotic arm to do the surgery, and suddenly that device stops working. That's a real threat, and so I think that's one that gets overlooked sometimes. The unavailability of a medical device can be just as crucial as the hack of the information. And then malware is a huge issue, as it is for security across the entire planet. But malware does impact medical devices, and sometimes in a fairly significant way. Finally, and this is more of a future threat, although it's not really a feature anymore, but the Internet of Things, just like everything else in the world, medical devices are becoming more and more connected. There are going to be more of them in the world. There are going to be more of them out there that aren't owned. There are like more like a service out there to be used. for, For example, the ability to read someone's heart rate their wrist device. Those things are going to be a real challenge to secure. And so as we get more health care in the home using technology, as we get more types of devices monitoring it, being able to secure those around the globe with 10 times the number of devices out there than there are right now is going to be a real challenge. I just wanted to comment a little bit about what you said earlier about medical device researchers and ethical hackers. That brings up another issue in my mind that I think is worth at least mentioning is that I think we have a long way to go to dealing with the media when ethical hackers promote something or when some bad information or, you know, something information about a potential problem with a medical device product, the press, you know, really likes that and they need to cover it. And that's not the issue. However, they often work on sensationalism versus not always providing facts. And so while a researcher may be able to demonstrate some kind of a hack in quotes, it doesn't necessarily mean that there are people at danger. It's far more complicated than that. And so I think, I think manufacturers and healthcare providers learn to be a little more open with the press and inform them better because I think a lot of people are misinformed and, more importantly, are scared by what they hear from the press.
0: So now, Bill, as I mentioned, you're an adjunct professor at the University of Minnesota, but I understand that you're also involved in an upcoming medical device workshop that's taking place at the University of Michigan's Archimedes Research Center for Medical Device Security. Just very briefly tell us about what's planned for that workshop, what are the topics that will be covered, and what is the goal of the
1: event Kevin Fu, who is the uh, academic that's leading this program and is known around the world as the world's leading researcher from academia standpoint in the world on medical devices, and he's been giving me quite an honor to be co-chair of this event coming up, so I'm really excited about it. Um, I just want to give you a few seconds about what Archimedes is. So it's this organization that was created over time but it has been really active the last five or six years, led by Dr. Kevin Fu, and he's put together a really kind of a unique gathering there are many, many, many security conferences that are going on all around the world. What's different about Archimedes is that it's a small gathering. It's membership controlled. Not everyone that applies gets to come. It's managed down to roughly 100 people. And it's also unique in that it's led from an academic standpoint, which I think as a voice isn't heard enough in the medical device security community. And also, Kevin, because of his contacts around the world, brings some of the greatest speakers you know, from around the world into it. So. This is really a unique opportunity What's going on what we've done is broken the conference just a couple of days and it's kind of broken into two tracks one is a leadership track and one is a technology track so for those that are the engineers and the pardon the expression the geeks around medical devices there's a track for them and those that are involved in management and leadership and program creation in a healthcare delivery organization or in a manufacturer have an opportunity to learn some things so Under technology, demonstrating the current threats that are available out in the world and to medical devices and what are the possible solutions, there's going to be an update on best secure technical practices when you're designing a a device and taking it through the development process. And then also a report out from a group that does research on best solutions, talk with technology people and come up with the best solutions for common problems with medical devices. From a leadership perspective, there's going to be a view of building or leading a program, Really, in large companies, uh, both healthcare providers and manufacturers, you need to take a programmatic approach. It isn't just a problem or a project that goes away. It needs to be a broad program across the company. Also, a broad view of the current situation across the industry. And then also practical advice from somebody that's in the middle of developing their own program. And Sort of, here's where they are, here's where they're going, here's what they've learned. That, because there's a lot of companies that are in that same situation.
0: Thanks, Bill. I've been speaking to Bill Arts. I'm Marianne kolbussek mcgee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.